What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Oblivious Games, the show that loves all consoles. This is episode 27, and I'm one of your hosts, Jay Johnson. And joining me, as always, is my co-host, LaQuinza Gooby Goob Morgan. We're back. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Coming up on today's show, Horizon Forbidden West leak. Big leak coming out there. Uh, Microsoft has stopped making Xboxes, but Sony's still making PS4s. And we got some other bits for you. All that and more coming up on today's show. But you guys know how we do. First off, let's check in with my co-host, Gooby Goo. How's it going, Big Goat? Man, you know, man, it's going going great. We've been out here, you know, fathering or whatever, you know, playing some video games, whatnot, you know. But just shooting the breeze, having fun, you know, nothing else really to it, you know. Enjoy a little, little snow flurry today, but other than that. Snow flurries out down there in the south, Yo, down there in, in well, Jackson, you know, a Mississippi. Whole, a whole minute. A whole minute. Y'all get any accumulation? You got yeah, some, I seen uh, No. You got what? You no. got like an inch? Oh, no? Okay, I didn't think so. <laughs> no, 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 we didn't. We saw it, though. That was it. Well, congratulations. I'm glad. That's tight. That's tight for you. Thank guys. you. Thank you. Yeah, we, yeah, we get we get snow down here. Don't, don't, let, don't let people lie oh, to you. Oh, please stop. Please stop. You please know, stop. Mostly glo- <laughs> probably because of global warm, warming, but, you know, nonetheless, I, it's a different As someone who works outside- are. Please give me global warming, but you're right. Different time for another day. But yeah, we're back in this piece, man. How you been? Uh, you just teased it a little bit. Uh, you said out here fathering and playing video games. So yeah, you've been busy uh, making a baby uh, since we last spoke on this podcast. Yeah, maybe that's you know, a, maybe that's the just, wrong way to say. It. I guess having a baby. <laughs> yeah, you know, not. I mean, you know, uh, accurate. None of those are accurate, you know. But I have become a you know father. So you know, we out here doing that. You know, getting the schedule right, but, you know, trying to make time for, you know, all that, plus video games, you know. So, it's, it's a tough balance, but we, we we doing it, if y'all can hear in the background, my child. Is she eating uh, dinner right now? Is that what's happening? Uh, she is throwing a mashed up banana around her plate, if you want to call it a dinner. <laughs> we, because um, we had a little family thing with Jesse's family yesterday, and then I got the ping for... I guess it was dinner time yesterday. Yeah, it was a little dinner time video of you um, feeding feeding your young baby girl out here, and it was real cute. Jesse enjoyed that, so it's been nice seeing her in the little the little, little message uh, Google Google Photos or whatever. So, shouts out. Yes, yeah, it's, it's pretty it's pretty amazing little, little thing. Uh, the Google the Google thing. Not my child is amazing, but the the Google Family album is. <laughs> oh, is pretty, I would hope tight. so. Yeah, she's the best. <laughs> How's it so how's it been? How is um you know, you talked a little bit about Ava over on um the Oblivious Games or the, sorry, the, the main Oblivious Pod, which will be coming out kinda around this time too. So as you're hearing this one, you'll probably um have the Oblivious episode where we talk about our biggest moments of twenty twenty two. So go ahead and check that out um over on Podcast Services, Oblivious Pod. Uh but you talked about being a father there, but you didn't really talk about it in relation to video games. Has your playing increased? How has your playing changed? Uh, since having your young one, who's what? Um, three, six months. Six months. Oh man, damn, six months old now. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's more more structured now. You know, was used to be, I could just you know turn it on, play you know whatever I want to, get to a little stopping point, cut it out. Now it's like has to be after she goes to sleep at like you know seven at night or when she naps. But you know, Saturday is kind of like free game. And it is a Saturday, so we've been out here free game. We played some, uh, we played some Warzone early. Got a quick dub out here, holding it down. What's up? What's up? 
you know, just, you know, stream. We might, might start my streaming career, you know, got the easy wars on, Doug, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> just kidding. We suck. We do suck, but it was the uh, it was the resurgence. So it wasn't even like Warzone. Warzone. It's the one that you get the you get the revives in or whatever it is. So it's kind of like baby's first Warzone, to be honest with you. Very true. Um, but you know, we just just squeezing in when we can. You know, especially you know week weekdays are a little little tougher because you know you run it. Oh, sorry, one second. I like this. We're gonna have uh, baby pauses now. We might keep this in though, depending on how long you're gone. Because I, you know, it's fine by me. You know, the audience loves a good pregnant pause, as it were. But I'll fill the air for a little bit, kind of let you guys know what's happening. So it's been a minute since we've been out here, but we're gonna go through our kind of rigmarole and housekeeping section here in the in the front half of the show. Uh, we're gonna talk about our games that we've been playing coming up once Warriors gets back, uh, and then yeah, we'll segue into the news as we always want to do. We got two big news items, as I said before. And another little bit. So, uh, yeah, it's good to be back. Uh, I've been missing it. Everyone's been missing it, really. And like I said, we also have the 2021 biggest moments in entertainment as brought to you by the Oblivious Crew, which we talked about uh, our movies and our books and our just kind of the things that we were that we were vibing with in the last year. So, yeah, check that out and give us a listen. It's pretty, it's pretty good time. All right. We'll be back. Oh, it's perfect time. Look at that. I can, yeah, I can like that. Put the best sleep, huh? Uh-huh. So, yeah, I guess I te... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, go, go, go ahead. ahead. Well, I was saying I was kind of teeing you up to kind of talk about the games that you have been playing, like what you've Mm -hmm. been up to since you've been sitting on this baby and hanging out. Um, out What you been doing? You know, we... Microsoft, uh, you know, loyalists over here. So, you know, we had to complete that Halo campaign. (laughs) You did. What you Uh, think? What you think? It was good. It was much better than I thought it was. If I were to guess, I think they cut a lot of it for... You know, for obvious reasons, because the map is so much bigger than what, you know, the campaign that you play. So I think they cut a lot of it to squeeze out their release day. So, you know, here's hoping they'll probably add some in the future. But it, it was it was solid. I give it a solid eight, eight and a half out of out of ten. Uh, you know, good, you know, Halo combat is dope. You know, gunplay is, you know, top notch. And, you know, even the story, I, I like the story. You know, it gave you like, it was, it was you know, weird thinking about Master Chief in the open world, but but it worked. So, I mean, I, I think that was the, the biggest, biggest thing about it, you know, especially upgrading armor and, you know, perks and stuff like that. It was, um, but, you know, I don't know. It was definitely, definitely a fun time. Um, yeah, that's something I'm kind of excited to get back to, actually. Um, I've only kind of been at the beginning still, the first couple hours. Um, so I'm excited to actually play it, but it's been getting good reviews, a lot of good reception. Uh, it's definitely like cool to see three four three finally getting some love because I've been rocking with these motherfuckers since the beginning, but not everyone's been happy about them. But they're finally getting their love, so it's cool that it's cool that it's living up to the hype out here, even though it is coming in like you said a little bit hot, <laughs> just to try to make that release date. Even though it got pushed back a fucking year, it's still kind of missing some stuff. But you know they'll keep working on it. It's Halo Infinite, right? So apparently they're gonna have this platform at least for a few years. So. Uh, here's to more um, bigger and better things, I guess, with it. No, for real. Yeah, it's definitely definitely worth a drop. You know, if you got Game Pass, then, you know, you know, it don't cost you nothing if you got a subscription. So, um, you know, another another Xbox Game Pass, you know, 12 minutes. That was that was pretty fun. Um, you know, that was just like I played it for like a day. You know, got 8% of the achievements. So that, that was fun. It's pretty impressive. Um, yeah, you know, but but you know, it's like a choice thing. Like mm. it was such a small window of like, if you mess up, then you know, you give you you know something happens and resets it, or you know, you continue to keep going. So um, that that was fun. Uh, I dropped in on the ascent. Um, I, I like what I did play. You know, it was it was a 
it kind of it was tight, but it kind of seemed like a massive like undertaking for like mm. what I was could could you know get into. So I probably had to revisit that in the future. I kind of want to um, come back to you, but actually, uh, now that you mentioned it, because I re-downloaded it, and I remember we mm-hmm. played a little bit. I think it was kind of shaky on PC, but yeah. since I got my Xbox now, I'm kind of um, jumping back to some other stuff. Yeah, let's go. Let's do it. Didn't, it's uh, fun. Before, so I enjoyed it. With it. Uh, I, I didn't get too far, but um, I, I definitely would You know, get, give it another go. Um, Hades, beat, I beat that in its entirety. Look at you, um, roguelike yeah, champ out here. You know, but I got to beat it a couple more times because like, once you beat it, you know the way it's set up, you gotta beat again for you like, to actually complete the story. So mm. I gotta beat a couple more times to you know get get the full you know ending or whatever. Got gotcha, you, um, got gotcha, you. Yeah. Uh, Octopath played that. You know, took me hundred hours to complete all the campaigns. That was that was also an undertaking. Uh, that's a lot. That's yeah. It's a lot. <laughs> yes, yes. So, but you know, because like each you know each person's story, you can do like they got like four parts. Each story could be like forty five minutes to an yeah. hour. You know, some longer, you know, you got side quests, you get sidetracked. Um, then, you know, you go try to get like extra subclasses, but, you know, it it was fun. Yeah, you put the um, work in out here. I yeah, it was, it was tight, you know. Um, Destiny, as always, it's always in rotation. Shouts um, out. Yeah. I haven't played Genshin since last year. Mm. Quit the habit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, we, we might go back to it. No, nope, please I really wish I could <laughs> I don't want to hear about it. In full would be FIFA because, good God. The game's booty cheeks. Yeah, you bought a PS5 to play FIFA with Ray, and then you played like what a, a month of it, and then you haven't picked it up since. And I haven't PS5. played it since. I haven't even like <laughs> used the PlayStation. It's just like a really nice paperweight now, but you know whatever. I mean, you're the roguelike champ. You got to play Returnal next. Ah, uh, yeah, I probably I probably do that or Guardians, but you know, mm, yeah, Guardians is dope. I like that a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been talking about. I figure. I figure we'll do a normal week this week, and then next week will be our kind of game of the year, like our top ones or whatever. So we can kind of dig a little bit deeper into those um, those bigger titles and actually talk talk about. It. I can, you, I can finish Halo in that time, hopefully, and then we can kind of dig into it a little bit more, see where it, where it lands in our overall list for twenty twenty one. For sure. Yeah, but you played some. You got some good shit out there. Yeah, put, got, um, got, got a couple in there. Yeah, I, I ain't mad at you. Listen. I feel like even having a baby, it's still like you're still out here doing the damn thing. So that's that's pretty impressive. Yes, but you know, will I regret it later? Yes, <laughs> maybe. Do so. I care? No, because it's always like the fine line of like, you know, going to sleep while she's asleep, or like, you know, playing and then she wake up and then it's the middle of the night. You know, it's the whole thing. So you know, you kind of just yeah. you know take 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 it as as, you, as it comes with with uh, having a child. You know. Yeah, I mean, that's impressive. Shouts out to you. I couldn't, I could barely have take care of myself and play my games. So I couldn't imagine doing that with another person and then you could do it. Maybe, maybe. I'm glad you believe in me, though. I do. Any tips? Just add me. Okay, Okay. at LaQuinza. At at LaQuinz, drop the A, and I got you all the daddy tips. Oh, (laughs) all the zaddy tips out here. No, daddy. (laughs) Another person on the crew is zaddy, okay? Oh, okay, my bad. Moving on. I got you, I got you. Yeah, I want to talk about everything, but the biggest thing I do want to talk about right quick for, as far as things I've been playing, I finished the um, the Guardians campaign, and man, it was it's fucking dope. So definitely a must-play, I feel like, for anyone out there looking for a nice little a casual jaunt. It's got like, um, it's almost like a Mass Effect light feel to it in the Marvel Universe, but the characters are done 
a lot of justice. It's really cool. It's really quirky. Um, great gameplay, great graphics. So definitely check that out. Um, but I guess the bigger thing is I recently got, shout out to the homie, first name drop of 2022, uh, the boy Templeton, Timberproof out here, Augustine, hooked us up and got me an Xbox as well. There it is. Uh, yeah, I got it. I've only had it for a few days now, but he got one from GameStop and then he got it to me. And yeah, now we've completed the trifecta. We got all the uh, the consoles in here and we're updated. And I'm back in the Xbox family. So that's been cool. Uh, Jesse hates me because she wanted the Series X and she got a Series S. And and when I brought the X in here, she was like, why you do me like this? So that's been fun as well. But uh, Get yeah, sauced. Cool. Yeah, get sauced. <laughs> it's now been you cool, got the man. juice. <laughs> and, I, and you know, after playing with, these, with the Series X and already having the PS5, I got like this new found love for my consoles again because I'm sewing between consoles and PC because I got the laptop, whatever. But uh, we're going to talk about that at the end of the show, kind of, you know, discuss the, the, the goods and the bads of the consoles versus the PCs. So uh, the Xbox Series X is a beautiful, beautiful, quiet, powerful machine that's been treating me pretty well so far. So that's been cool. Um, strongest console on the market. I mean, some may say. Some may say. The specs say. That's the specs say. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, they did a good job. Shouts out to you guys because it's been killing it. And uh, with it, I'm going to, you know, continue my jaunt through Halo and hopefully uh, enjoy this campaign as much as I enjoy the other ones. So, yeah. All right, Warriors. Well, Enough of the the dilly dallying out here. We're gonna get to these big news items right quick and move this show right along. First up, Horizon Forbidden West leak. PlayStation first big exclusive of 2022 has been leaked. Images are circulating the internet of what is being purported as the PS4 version of the cross-gen open world title from Guerrilla Games. This is notable because key story elements, gameplay, and even cutscenes were leaked for Sony's other post-apocalyptic franchise, The Last of Us Part II, in summer of 2020, just weeks before its original release. Horizon Forbidden West is set to release on both PS4 and PS5 February 20... Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't put the date. I think it's February 18th, 2022. All right, Warriors. So we got a big leak here. Um, I don't think you finished the first Horizon, but I kind of want to bring this up and talk about i guess elite culture and spoiler culture uh in games as a whole uh, i play the first horizon pretty dope um it's like a robot dinosaurs you run around this girl named aloy and you're you know kind of doing your thing there's a subplot underneath i guess that kind of explains how the world got to where it is which is pretty cool and i can spoil here if you want me to if you want to like whatever the cherry is but yeah man what do you think what do you are you phased by video game leaks? What was your experience with uh, the Last of Us Part Two leak? Did that get you at all, or like, what are you thinking out here? All right, so one, this is a spoiler-free podcast, then so don't spoil anything for anybody. Okay, fair, fair. Two, I don't care about spoilers. That's the least of my worries. Okay, if anything, I go looking for the spoilers. All right, just kidding. I don't do that. <laughs> you know, but it, but it depends on what it is, right? If it's, you know, it, it if I see a spoiler, it don't bother me. But if I know that I don't want to be spoiled, I don't go looking for stuff because that's that's how the internet works. Like it's always somebody anonymous trying to spoil somebody else today. Always gonna always gonna be that way. So, um, but once again, don't bother me. If it's a game I normally play, you know, was like if it had it came out and said like. You know, like Kratos, what happened at the end of the, if that ending cussing had leaked, don't care. Still would have spoiled it. I mean, I still would have mm. played it, right? Yeah, yeah. But 
you know, Destiny could come out and he could say, like, Osiris is Savathun. Cool, man. Don't care. I'm still going to play it. Fuck Osiris. So, you know, all right. Calm, calm yourself. We're doing a whole lot of shit to calm save yourself. a nigga that I don't really care about. That's what I'm trying to say. We're doing, we making a lot of deals with the devils Literally to save some goon. Strongest warlock in the game. But let's move all along right. from that. That's okay. a different story. Different day. Um, You know, but... If you go looking for spoilers, you're gonna find them. Is it you know? Oh yeah, completely. Is, is the is the short story right? Like if you don't yeah. want to be spoiled, don't go looking for it. But like once again, if somebody put it out there because people are gonna do it right. Even with even with Genshin, like they let the creators get in there and like give them early access to it. And you know what they do? The idiots leak it. They release like, it. Why? Yeah. They do it all the time. They are gonna do it anyway. So you know, just go ahead. Fast, you get it to me. Fast, I can watch it. Um, however, I haven't. I haven't really come across too many Spider-Man uh, spoilers. That's amazing. I That's really crazy. I haven't been looking for them, right? Like, <laughs> just like with God of War. It was, it was a year before I bought a PlayStation after the game came out. And yeah. I didn't come across any spoilers. So, moral of the story is just avoid it if you don't like them. Well, I guess the question is, like, what do you consider is a spoiler then? Because we kind of have, I guess we have four different angles to pull from, right? Like, so the Horizon Forbidden West is just screenshots. So I feel like that's like light spoilers. But compared to The Last of Us 2, I'm pretty sure the early character death was was spoiled for that game, right? Like, And that to me isn't a big of a spoiler because like that, you kind of see that coming. Everyone was really thinking that that was the case whenever we saw the very first reveal trailers of The Last of Us Part 2. Like, oh, everyone's like, oh, no, you know, she's going to avenge homie or whatever it is like that, you know? So I don't really see why people were upset about getting that spoiled for them. And then as far as Spider-Man goes, I mean, that movie, that movie, if you are on the internet and been looking at anything Spider-Man, that movie has been spoiled two years ago. You know what I'm saying? Like that movie, like everything about that movie has been spoiled over years, even more so than like people spoiling it now. Cause like right now, like movies just on fucking TikTok. Like you go to TikTok and just, put a hashtag Spider-Man in the search bar, you're going to see the entire movie. So, And then for God of War, I feel like the biggest spoiler for God of War is like a character moment at the end, like a reveal that's pretty cool too. And for me personally, I know we've kind of gone around this war as before in our past. Like I maybe was more prickly about spoilers before, but I've definitely changed in the, in the sense that it's like, it's not about the thing getting spoiled. It's about the journey. For me, it's about what I did to kind of get there. And so... I don't I think I'm. I don't think I'm as sensitive to it anymore, just because I don't really care. I don't go looking for them. Like I, I was telling you specifically for the Spider Man. I'm a huge Spider Man fan. I love those movies, but I knew everything was going to be in there because that's what people were talking about. I couldn't get away from that, but I didn't want to necessarily see it. Right? Like I didn't want to see the trailer because the trailers always reveal too much. I'm kind of the same thing with my game reviews now. If I if a new game comes out that I'm going to play. I'll listen to the video review, but I won't watch it because I just don't want to see this stuff. But I want to hear them talk about saying, oh, well, this is nice. This is nice. This is bad. This is bad. But I don't necessarily want to be spoiled on the visuals, if that makes any sense. Um, so, yeah, for me, it's like a different kind of line. And I and it's funny you said no spoilers in this part. I kind of want to. Like, I want to tell you about the cool shit in Horizon because I think that would want to get you to play it. Same thing with Jesse. I spoiled. Um, this is a This is a long pull, so stay with me. But uh, the Injustice comics, you know, the Injustice comics uh, were made into a game uh, for, you know, a fighting game or whatever like that. Injustice is DC. It's this whole storyline where Superman fucking kills Lois Lane accidentally because the Joker poisons him. And I was telling Jesse about this comic book because I wanted her to read it, but she wasn't going to read it. But what I showed her was, is like one of the end of the, one of the end of the volumes, 
the conceit in this world is that there's a superhero serum that makes all the normal uh, DC characters have powers, kind of like Superman. So that's why Joker can fight Superman in the game. That's why Batman can fight Superman in the game. And then so at one point, Superman is like beating up Batman or some bullshit like that. But then Alfred takes the little concoction to become a superhero. And then he punches the fuck out of Superman. He like fights Superman for a second. And I showed Jesse that thing. That's like a spoiler at the end of that comic book. But she's like, no, I want to read it now. So to me, I feel like if someone's not even going to care about the thing, if you tell them something cool and it's going to convince them, I feel like for me, if I tell you the story of Horizon, how dope that is, that might make you want to play it more than just knowing Horizon is a dope game. So. Nah, nah, nah. I tried to play that game. I ain't really. It wasn't really my my uh, house. Well, I, play, I, was, I mean, it's. I ain't really didn't get past the tutorial stage, you know. Mm, you know okay, I, mean? okay. I, I could always go. I could always go back to it, but like it just didn't like. I don't know. It just didn't grab me, you know. Like you know when you playing a game, you're like, oh man, I gotta see this game to the end. You know what I'm saying? But it, it just went one of them games for me, which I mean, it's a good game. I'm not saying it's right, like, right. A, you know, a, a game that don't need to be played, but. It just didn't do it for me. Is all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Well, can I tell you? Can I tell you the story then? Because sure. it doesn't sound like you're going to go back to it. So, and this is why I think it's. Um, I think Horizon is a different kind of game to get spoiled because it's not as. It really isn't as story heavy as something like Last of Us. Like the Last of Us is kind of dependent on that interpersonal relationship between Joel and Ellie and then everyone around them. Like that shit is like super heavy. So anything that happens to any one of these characters is going to be like a big deal. Uh, but for Horizon, it's more. I don't know. It's bigger than Aloy. Aloy is the main character. You know, her whole tale is that she was found on the outside of this little gate, and she didn't have a mother, and so she was like treated as like an outsider. And then so we is had she a to robot. Find out who her... No, she's not a robot. She's actually a oh, clone. No, no. She's a clone of the original lady who made the bunker. So essentially, what happens is <laughs> I'm gonna try to do as quickly as possible in the Horizon universe. It's just like any normal timeline like our contemporary timeline but the machines took over fucking you know terminator style and then they wanted to destroy everything and so they made a protocol for um essentially for the machines to shut down and then once they shut down they would reboot and then release people back into the world so that we could repopulate you know it's like a nuclear type event we put everybody in these bunkers and then we'd let the machines die out and then we came out we would come back up and then we would take back over. Uh, but something fucked up along the way and we didn't come back at the right time. A lot of people died in the process. It just didn't work the way it was supposed to work. So we were essentially in the second apocalypse because the world ended and then it didn't restart and then it kind of ended again and it came back one more time and that's where we're in in Horizon. So she is the clone of the lady who started the whole thing. That's why she looks like this lady that you're chasing. Um, mm, and see. so it's, it's like this cool kind of meta, you know, look into what happens to the world after everything changes when we're trying to affect it with the machines that still killed us, right? Because the machines killed us to begin with, but we're kind of relying on the machines to bring us back and the machines get sick again. So it's a whole deal. It's a lot of, it's a lot of bullshit, but it's kind of sweet. But that's my point. It's like, that's a cool story to tell, but a lot of people won't necessarily get it in an open world game that's not as quote unquote story heavy as like a last of us. Right. Or like a God of war. Like you're, when you play those games, you're fucking in there. You're not like running around doing whatever you like in those games with the story. But I feel like horizon kind of, it gets a little short shrift as far as being a really good story behind a, also a pretty good game. So mm, true. But like, I kind of, I kind of feel like with, you know, God of war and last was, I had like a prior investment, you know, 
Mm, that's true. Like, that's true. Horizon that's like the first one in the series, but like I was like, oh, look cool, but like ain't really my jam. Yeah. Just like, well, I guess not with Spider Man. I like I did like Spider Man. Of course you do. He's the best superhero ever. So mm, one of I, I guess, I guess long. I guess long story short, Horizon's way more like Fallout than you would expect. And I as a as a Fallout fan, I think mm, that was the thing that I, I would want to tell you. Now. Yeah, because it has no, that kind of like feel to it. Oh, just, just like a, the world feel, not like crafting and Oh, well, no, not gameplay, because the gameplay is a lot more basic. It's more linear than a Fallout. Um more of an oh. action RPG where Fallout's more of a, a traditional kind I mean, of to, you know. To me, Fallout them they the gameplay, gunplay, be kind of clunky sometimes. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. So, Horizon's more gameplay first, RPG second. Where Fallout's yeah. more RPG first, gameplay second. So a little bit yeah. different. See, so I think that's like a lot of where I, I sometimes where I kind of fall off it. Like if it's not that way, then I like single player driven is is you know it's always a nice thing, right? Mm. But there's like just like a lot of RPG elements. That's kind of what keeps me in them, you know. Mm. Okay. Okay. Well, I say fuck it. Uh, spoil everything. I don't give a damn. It's about the journey anyway. So. Nah, that ain't me, Chief. <laughs> I don't care about spoilers, but I'm not going to actually spoil something for someone. <laughs> uh, okay, well, look out. If you care about Sports Horizon, be wary out there, everybody. Yeah. All right, next up. Sony's still making PS4s, but Microsoft has discontinued all Xbox Ones. Microsoft has discontinued production of all Xbox One consoles as of the end of 2020. The Verge confirms that after first halting production on its Xbox One X and One S all digital consoles, the tech giant no longer makes its disc-based Xbox One S edition. This news comes as a stark difference to its competitor Sony, who has confirmed continued production of its PS4 consoles in light of manufacturing hurdles for its newest PS5 model. Microsoft chose to launch this generation with two SKUs, the more powerful, expensive, disc-based Series X and the cheaper, discless Series S. While Xbox does not report the sales of its consoles, new reports suggest sales for both machines to be north of 10 million with the cheaper and easier to make Series S being the more popular machine. All right, man, what do you think, Juarez? Uh, Microsoft out here said no more Xbox Ones, only Series S's and Series X's. I mean, it makes sense, right? At least to me, you know, but like once again, I could it's, it could be a little bit of bias, biasism if that's even a word, right? Um, because like games now, like like I ain't no disrespect to anybody, I'm not capping, but you trying to play Cyberpunk on the Xbox <laughs> One X? Good luck to you, player, because <laughs> it ain't happening. Yeah, even the one X trying to play it too. Yeah. yeah, on the PlayStation Four. Good luck to you. Okay, the Xbox no. How powerful games need to be are gonna be going forward, right? So like you might as well just try to put all your resources into, you know, making the most, you know, the most powerful one. And just like the series S, right? Like it, I think it's gonna be, like I said, the most popular version. One is cheaper. Mm-hmm. Two, you don't gotta have no, it ain't got no disk drive in it. Like, and but it still get the job done. And like, you know, you it still does just as much as like a low end PC, which is to me. It's still, it's impressive, and like it's the option for like say if somebody got like a PlayStation Five, but like if you if you like a gamer, you want to play like stuff on the Xbox, they just get the cheaper version of the Xbox, and like it still can do it just as well as, as the other one. So, like, I think it's a good move, but you know what I'm saying I can confirm that there I am biased, but like PlayStation, like listen. To me, PlayStation always be flopping. That's all I'm saying. It be flip flopping by st- shit like this. Mm, like, mm. 
Like, yeah, they're trying to say they want to get more PlayStation in the ecosystem, right? But then, like, as soon as people start talking about, like, backward compatibility, then they'd be like, oh, we don't want to do that. But then the next thing you know, they're trying to do it. But, like, I wouldn't put no money in backward compatibility because, like, who want to play a game that's 10 years old? That's just me. I own all the consoles, so, like, I'm also biased in that regard. But I, like, from a business perspective, right, like, you might as well, game's going to be, you know, require a lot more power from a console, so you might as well just, like, start making those. Because, like, there's no way you want to play, like, a, a game on, like, a last-generation console. Like, not if you play a current-gen console, like, at 60 It's hard frame, to go back. Yeah, it's hard to go right, back. Right, an FOV slider, there's no way, like... You see how much of a disadvantage you are, even in competitive gaming, right? Like you just, it just, it's like play a game at thirty frames now. It's like you moving in slow motion, like a game walking through mud, and that ain't it, chief. Like <laughs> just go ahead and cut it, and just keep, and you know, just 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 make that decision. As long as they stick with it, I think it'll be fine. But like when you know, when people start like, you know, they start like questioning decisions that they make, you know, which I mean, one is Microsoft. They got unlimited money, so it doesn't even really matter. Um, but I think, to me personally, I think this is the best decision that, that they can make, you know. So I'm I'm on their side. Let's go, Phil. All the way up, my boy. Yeah, it's actually pretty interesting. You And, you know, you had a lot of stuff there, but something that kind of stick with me towards the end is saying that they have unlimited money. I mean, you know, Microsoft is really pushing the Game Pass, obviously, and we're going to bring it up a little bit in a second when we talk about Phil Spencer's interview with New York Times. But um that's that's what they're selling that's the jam they're selling they're selling game pass you can get 100 plus games you can play them anyway you can play them in the cloud you can play them on an xbox we don't really care but just sign up for the subscription and then you know we'll worry about whatever else later so to me yeah it's interesting because they want to make those series s consoles as fast as they can but they know they can make the series s a lot better and a lot faster um i would almost expect them to have some something even smaller and there have been rumors about like a plug and play you know, Xbox Game Pass machine, like a almost like a Google Chrome dongle or some shit like that. But I'm actually surprised they wouldn't just keep, you know, one of those, I guess even the digital edition Series S uh, in production just to have that 150 entry level point. Because I mean, the Series S is always dope, already dope at 300, right? Like that's the one I got, or Jesse got rather about a month ago. We've been seeing those semi-regular in Target. Like I always go there just, just to see like, oh, you guys got a PS5, whatever, just check out what's there. And yeah, we saw Series S a couple times and I told her about it. She got one of the Series X and she might get one eventually. But I was just like, I mean, the Series S is going to be good because you play a lot of, you know, you're not playing anything crazy. Your library is starting to get more digital than it is physical anyway. And uh, yeah, it's just a cheaper option. So I kind of convinced her and she got in. Yeah, we hooked it up and I looked at it. I was like, man, this is crazy. Like we're playing Forza at 60 frames. You're playing Monster at 60 frames. Like it's an awesome machine for a great entry level point. So it's it's cool to see people coming in there. But yeah. um, it is interesting that it's already happened, essentially, right? We're kind of catching up to this news. And then by contrast, you know, PlayStation's still making the PS4s. And it's weird. It's weird words because I think, you know, we're trying to serve the biggest audience that we can for these games. And as much as I am always going to be pushing forward and going to the bleeding edge, I like I like old stuff being supported. Maybe not necessarily completing that backwards compatibility sense, like... I'm kind of the same way with you for the most part. Like, that's not, not something I'm too concerned about. Like, I do like to play old games. And I, you know, I like that the PS4 is more compatible with the PS5 than the PS3 was to the PS4. But I also like there just being a, 
a shorter entry point or if you don't can't get the ps5 you have the ps4s available and the ps4 is a hundred plus million dollar selling console so for them to stop you know caring about that right now i don't think that's necessarily what they should do even if they could make unlimited ps5s that makes any sense right it's like you still have an audience that you can still serve like there will always be people one step behind same thing with phones same thing with any kind of tech so it is interesting to see microsoft kind of push them forward and say hey no we got to get you in here which really makes me think really makes me think that those rumors that there's going to be some kind of lg or sony kind of like tv facing app that you can actually do it because they're damn near close with the phones already so um yeah it's a move and they're out there doing their thing uh i I wish they would tell us the number so we can actually see what's happening as far as like what they're selling just because like i mean i think xbox is as they say as healthy as i've ever been but i think they should talk their shit because it's like it's cool to see whether it's cool to see what phil spencer's done it's cool to see you know game pass pushing things so hard and it's good to see them have a dope ass console like the series x which we have talked about before because they have the series x as the farming machine as far as their like servers and shit so it'd be interesting to see if they maybe pull back on some of the service so they can get more physical series x's out there but the stock has been increasing because gamestop has had a lot of sales that's how i got mine um so yeah it's cool um that we're here kind of pushing forward and microsoft's like fuck it man we're going to the next gen now and you got to get on or get off i guess (laughs) exactly why wait just do yeah. it. Yeah, why wait? Just do it. And it's a more, you know, fis- fiscally responsible option. Yeah, I suppose so. I mean, Microsoft is not very fiscally responsible because they're definitely losing money on Game Pass. But hey, Yeah, they got to be. They're just when bleeding it, but don't care. <laughs> when you're uh, making that much money, I guess it doesn't care. So. Or it doesn't no, matter, just take right? it from a different, you know, different department or another general ledger. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You're the businessman. You know how this works more than me, so. Indeed. All right, that does it for the big news items. So we're going to rapid fire through a couple of quick bits here. Uh, first up, Phil Spencer's New York Times interview, as I have alluded to a couple times here. That was pretty sweet. He went and... Uh, no, first, before we get into it, I love Phil Spencer because he's always down to just chat and talk about shit. It's really awesome to see how like connected he is with either the community or other kind of outlets and stuff, stuff like that. So yeah, he went to New York Times and they were talking to him about some stuff. I think the big uh, point of topic or topic of sorry, point of discussion uh, was the idea of the metaverse. You know, Facebook is doing their whole, or excuse me, Meta is doing their whole metaverse bullshit. And the interviewer was kind of saying, hey, games kind of started this first. So they had a cool introductory topic talking about that. And, you know, feels like, yeah, we've been in the, in the cloud, as it were, and the, the digital space all this time, kind of providing these spaces for people. Um, and it jumped around to a couple of different things. They talked about Activision and their whole fiasco with uh, Bobby Kotick. And he kind of, had a interesting moment where he's like, well, we're not going to virtue shame because we've done some questionable stuff at Microsoft before. So that was an interesting take there. Uh, but something that did catch my eye that's not really making the rounds is that um, in regards to Game Pass, you know, she was asking, uh, being the interviewer, uh, asking Phil Spencer, what was bigger, subscriptions or transactions? And I was expecting him to say subscriptions because they, you know, Game Pass is the thing. But he said transactions. What? He was like, what? He was like, no, transactions are the biggest thing. And he made the point because Game Pass is often compared to Netflix or Spotify or other streaming services that, you know, Mm, you pay a fee and they provide you with a thing. He was like, it's important for us to have that space where you can not only have the subscription, but also have the purchase. And this kind of backs up the fact of a lot of 
um, developers saying, no, my game on Game Pass still sold more than my previous game that wasn't on Game Pass. So it's cool to see him saying that, no, yeah, even though we're doing the subscription, we're still trying to push numbers. So, yeah, what do you think about that? It's kind of a, it's kind of a turn on the head. You would think that he's he's leaning more towards the the monthly thing, but he's actually still kind of leaning towards those, hey, I know I want you guys to buy, whether it be physical goods or digital goods. Hmm. I mean that that is um I would this is the same with you. I figured it would go subscription, but I mean I guess when you think about it, right? And because because everybody's got a subscription service, and and you know Jesus Chrysler is getting out of hand. Like having like this subscription service, but then if like if everybody got it, then that, you know you that, that would probably be. The, you know the outlier, right? If everybody's got game pass, and like they they really probably just doing numbers then. But if you know the hardcore people, they probably got a subscription service. But the people you're probably trying to like dial in is definitely the people who buy the subscriptions. Oh, not not subscriptions. I'm sorry. Who do the microtransactions, right? You just like do add-ons for games, you know, DLCs, purchase stuff. Like with me. What I do is I don't buy physical content, right? I buy <laughs> I buy digital versions of movies, digital versions of everything, right? So I think he might be right in in that sense because like if you if you got the whales out here already getting the subscription, then you know you're trying to get a little bit more added, you know, revenue from you know buying little little. Little things, you know, like I don't know, like add-ons, I guess. But you the, know, the, I mean, the the Michael transact uh, Michael transaction right. of it all, right? Right. That's it. You're trying to get as many trans. You're, try, you're trying to get as much as you can. just just like in the, in the sales force, right? Uh, you're trying to sell a customer everything that is available to them. Not it, it's not always the best thing for them, but for you, you know, your bottom line is the more stuff you can get out of one customer, the better. So. I, right, I understand it right. is like in a business sense, but you know, you, you got a subscription out of me, bro. Like, I mean, you actually probably get both of them out of me. So I'm, I'm the exception, not the rule. Okay. It's pretty impressive because I guess, I mean, Game Pass kind of, it kind of operates as like this really big advertisement, right? It's like you have this thing that you present as being cheap and this thing that you present as having all the value. And then this thing that you present has like, everything you need but then you're like at the same time you could have it even more which is so weird because it really does feed into that physical or i guess rather ownership mentality that people are still kind of afraid of with the internet right like even though i do have all my music on spotify i don't really own any music and i'm not really concerned about it there just because it's a little bit different but i'm more of a person who wants to own his movies right or even my games too right like i want to buy i mean i'm i'm in all ecosystems right so i'm a part of the camp of playstation that wants to support the game for 60 bucks but game pass is training people that no you don't necessarily have to do that you can pay 15 and you can get all the 60 buck games that we make day and date you don't have to worry about it but still if you do want to do it then we'll give you a discount so it's very interesting that people are still even in the the subscription world holding on to those you know, those tendencies that are more traditional. And I think it's cool that, that there is an avenue and that it lets you kind of participate in both. And it's it's dope to see that people are still willing to pay, even though I think the the scuttlebutt or the the talk around Game Pass is just how 
how much it's just the one-stop shop because I've kind of like pushed back on that a little bit. It's like, I still want to buy other things or there are things that on even Xbox that I want to play that are on Game Pass and I'm willing to pay. And I'm glad that that's not stopping people from participating in it because I feel like that is the bridge too far, right? Like if we're only going to do subscriptions, if we're only going to want to pay for the thing and not get the the premiere thing, then that kind of makes the product a little bit worse, if that makes any sense, right? Like I don't want all games to be a quote-unquote Game Pass game. I don't want all movies to be a quote-unquote Netflix movie, right? I still want the, you don't want the the set pieces. I want the Martin Scorsese Jordan, whatever it is, the thing that I have to go to to see, the thing that I have to actually like, you know, pay for. Like I want Kojima to make a game that can come to Game Pass, but I also want, the Death Stranding, right? The one that's like the fucking weird Kojima game that cost way too much money, that took way too much time or whatever it was that is his vision. So I'm glad that we can still in this world that I fucking hate that's all subscriptions, we can still support the the the, the people who actually make the thing directly. So it's mm, a good take. I mean, you're not wrong. But like, that's the thing, right? Like when you go watch a movie, like you got to look at like three different like Sight before you find where the movie at, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, we did it last night, you know, trying to find a movie to watch. And, like, if it's not, if I can't find it anywhere, like, after the second time, I just go to, I just crank up my Xbox and I just buy it from there, you mm. know. But I Do buy, you buy it or digitally. Rent? You buy yeah. it, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I like buy it digitally. So, like, I own it, but it don't take up no space. I can take it wherever, right. you know what I'm saying? But I mean, technically, I guess they could revoke the license, but, you know, that's the different. You know, di- different, uh, uh, different thing for a different day, right there. But I just like, well, I just don't like having junk, not junk. Of course, but I just don't no, like I understand waste. Stuff, you know, items, yeah, yeah. Especially you. I mean, you got a family. You know, your family's gotten bigger, so yeah, it's like space yeah, is premium. Assuming now, <laughs> yeah, we're limited. That's so interesting because I've been, I've been pretty you know pretty hesitant to like pick a digital storefront for my movies i like that if i buy dvds or blu-rays that they have the they have the the movie anywhere or voodoo whatever it is and that thing got bought out or something different but essentially that can if you put that into that system you can also take it to your google and i i fucking love google i use youtube red or whatever it is youtube premium so all my movies at least movies that i've done are on my youtube as my digital purchase which is pretty sweet um and that's like my preferred place. I like I like their streaming the best. So I've not done right. too much for PlayStation or for Xbox. And yeah, I like that that is an option for you for a physical person. It's in the opposite direction, right? You get a physical good, you get a digital good. Like I love that. Like that. If games could do that too in some kind of way, that would be sweet because that's kind of where Jesse is now, right? She's got all these physical games, but she has to rebuy them digitally. It's like why can't we just have the license? And I'll always say this is what you know. This is what the last generation started with with the with the um with the licensings from Xbox and people people shot that shit down but I think in this world where we are digital now that could have been cool it could have been cool to see me buy Halo Infinite on disc and get three keys for it or whatever it was and then that's my three keys to have on my three Xboxes of my choosing you know it's like not that that is the begin or the the be all end all as far as futures but that would have been kind of cool to see so but right. you never know but like why not just like Get like the family sharing and just buy it on one console, you know, make a home console and the other on the back of them just download like that, you know? Right. Yeah. That's the thing too. That's what we do now. Yeah. I um that's what me and my brother do. Yep. My so that so that we get both our purchases, Jesse's Xboxes, my home Xbox and my Xboxes, Jesse's home Xbox. That will be sharp purchases. So. 
So it's don't, a convoluted system. It's so yeah, it's so dumb. It's the worst. Yeah. So <laughs> you got to make it work. Don't shut us down, though, guys, because we're yeah, sharing. Please don't. We sorry. <laughs> we apologize. All right. Next up, whereas one of the greatest games of all time has made time. its way to PC. Man, God of War PC. What you thinking out here? Are you I mean, gonna play it again on your rig? No, you're gonna not. you're gonna no, bust out the hundred hundred plus frames out here? No, my my computer can only get like seventy. So, but I mean, it it. I'm glad more people get to experience it. I yeah. say that like I'm not gonna replay it. Like if I were gonna replay it, I just I just repurchase it on like my PlayStation. Well, I already got it on my PlayStation Four, but I guess I can just re-download it. Well, it's got a it's got a free patch, so if you play it on PS5, okay, you'll get it gotcha. 60 FPS. It's yeah, actually so I've just, been playing it; it looks fucking mm, dope. It's awesome. Gotcha. I would just play it on that, you know. And my my PlayStation would be howling, but no, I'm not going <laughs> to replay it on PC. I'm not going to risk um, setting my PC on fire trying to play this game. Uh, but I'm glad the you know the PC you know people get get to experience this. I just hope it like looks looks same as the, as the which I'm pretty sure it probably looks better. You know, on PC, but I've been here and it's got like some lighting issues or something. But I've actually been hearing really good stuff. I mean, um, yeah. as far as like, uh, I mean, this is what the third or fourth we had Days Gone, we had Horizon, a Death Stranding, and then now um, God of War. So it's the fourth uh, PlayStation exclusive that makes its way to PC. And I think so far it's been the most successful as far as like a launch with. Um, stable you know stability and just like kind of good out the gate obviously it can always improve and the pc system is so hard to port to just because so many different variables to consider but as far as the technology involved I mean, it's using dlss so like you know you can have really good uh frames and also really good quality at the same time even better than say native 4k uh but what's even more impressive is that they did the um ultra wide support which is already pretty hard to uh, go back in there and, and change your game to support, you know, these massive 49 inch wide monitors or whatever it is. Um, or I guess uh, it's the um, 21 by nine, I guess is more, yeah. is more accurate. Right. Um, Cause it's a one shot game, right? Everything is behind Kratos. And then, you know, you have a tray, a tray is doing his fucking magic tricks where he just appears behind you when you start climbing. So they actually went and did a lot of work to actually make it look and play very, you know, well on the, uh, widescreen so shouts out to that um but yeah what do you think warriors what do you think do you like and we talked about this a little bit but it wasn't on on camera but what do you think about this approach for playstation do you like this you know release your tentpole because this got a war came out 2018 it sold its 10 million copies right everyone who's played on playstation already played it it's in the ps5 collection which is uh, a collection of ps4 games on the ps5 so if you get a ps5 you basically get it for free but yeah what do you think about this approach of releasing a big game like this and then you know two or three two or three years later throwing it on pc reselling again bringing a whole new audience so you can play or would you prefer let's just say for example god of war 2 to be day one yeah with day everything. one yeah is that the one is that what you think that's that's the move because like the thing with to me pc games is if you port the game, it's gonna always be a bad experience. So you have to build the game from the ground up. That's the that's gonna always be the problem. Just like with with uh, with Destiny, you know what I'm saying? Like they built Destiny for PC, Destiny Two for PC, ground up, and it's a much better game. It don't feel you know it's clunky. So like that's gonna have to be what they do in PlayStation. And it's not hurting nobody, right? Like if they are gonna put PlayStation games on PC, they might as well just do it from day one just, you know, get them sales and then they'll be like, oh, you know, then they can really be, you know, gloating or whatever. But that's what I would do because 
PC people, they're not going back to no console. Like, people go from console to PC, but they're not going. They're not going back. Like, I'm pretty sure, the, you know, a few of them in there has got, like, games you can only get on there. But, like, if they know that they're going to put these games on PC, like, same time, that would make them a lot happier. Because, like, like, they just not, they, they don't do, you know, there won't be no reason for you to go from, like, if you get, like, 140 frames, you want to go back to, like, playing 60. Like, why? Why would you do that? You wouldn't yeah. do that. Yeah, that's a fair point. I, you know what I think though. I think it was it, what's even more important to, or maybe is equally important to a PC player, is not necessarily the the high frames, but it's more so stability because that's something I've always, not always, but something I've noticed a lot more since going to PC games. Like jumping back between PC games and console games, like without things like, I guess it's. The gap has definitely increased now as far as like these new current generation consoles, the Series X and the PS5 are as powerful as the highest PC you could buy two years ago, right? So these are, they're outdated as far as PC turns, but as far as console tones, you've never seen anything like it. Um, but since playing on PC with VRR and DLSS and all these are like things that just make everything run smooth, like if I drop a frame in a console game, whether it be 30 or 60, like I tell, I can tell immediately, right? Like, my eyes have been fucking ruined yes, by it because you can tell because in PC in games you're above thirty, you're above sixty, and you're smooth with it. Like it's got the um, the V sync or whatever it is, so you can't catch yeah. it. You're I pixel peep. I'm one of those fucking nerds. I gotta have my I gotta have my FPS counter, so I'm just watching my performance. I gotta see. I know you're the same way. You gotta see your levels, all that shit like that. Like I'm looking at all this shit, but without those guidelines on the console i'm still i can notice if i'm in destiny if we're playing dares of return if all of us are popping supers that shit chugs for a second i can tell right like you always know what's happening so um i think a pc player would appreciate a game on console that's launched just on console concentrate on console that has a good smooth experience rather than a game that comes out day and date and it's broken and for example god of war um god of war sorry um batman arkham knight if you remember when that game came out it pushed consoles to the limit but the pc port was fucking broken like they had to pull that shit from steam like it was like it was kind of like cyberpunk levels but in the reverse way right like it just didn't work on pc they were giving people's money back it was a wild kind of situation and i guess i'm gonna kind of jump a little bit here we can have our pc versus console gaming conversation within this because we're kind of going i like this a lot um i'm kind of having the same thing too right like i'm 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 i have a new breath with halo and a new breath with forza because i played those games on launch on pc and not that they were broken by any means but there was definitely some stuff happening that was kind of putting me off because i was expecting a little bit more i was like no guys like this is the first Halo game to be day and date with PC, like you guys are Microsoft, you should have this stuff handled. So the performance, even with multiplayer, especially with campaign, I was kind of getting, I wasn't satisfied. And I know my computer is not the best thing ever, but I fucking played Cyberpunk above six FBF and I had no problem, right? Like <laughs> all the the right. horror stories people got with Cyberpunk, I'll play that game perfectly fine. And so to get Forza and then Halo and be like, guys, what are we, <laughs> what are we doing here? <laughs> What's happening? Um, and not having some of those things, right? Like for Halo, not to have DLSS, um, even fortunate to have that kind of, it kind of put me down so for me i love this idea of releasing on a stable single place let them concentrate get this shit out and then it's like the extra credit right now we can really go in there god of war's taken care of we did it we did dlc we got the buzz yada 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 now we can spend a year or two actually do this i think it's showing with how good it is because days gone was kind of messy horizon was kind of messy even death stranding to a extent was kind of messy but for this premiere thing this thing that like 
you and a lot of people say like it's one of the best games ever and they actually put their foot in there so i think for me i like the idea of separating that way you get more time to actually polish it no no just go ahead and just, just drop it all day <laughs> just drop it all day one <laughs> you know if it bumps you because i mean every game has a day one patch anyway Fair, fair, you know fair. What I'm saying? It's not like they drop it and it's like, oh dang, we need to go fix this bug. No, they know about that bug. They they that you're gonna have to patch it day one. But you know, why not just let everybody if many people who want to play it, you know, just let them play it from the from the jump. All right, well, well talk to me. Talk to me right now about it. Yeah. Um we gotta lay the hammer down. PC versus console gaming. As someone, and we're talking the modern sense now, whereas all right, someone who flops between right. the two, right? You've been in there, you've built your PC, you've played on the high end, you've played on the old consoles, but now you're on the next gen consoles, or rather the current gen consoles. We got, you know, we got these things running 2080 TIs or whatever it is in there, and they got the SSDs and they're fast as hell. So what do you think, man? Has the gap has the gap closed? Do you prefer one or the other? Cause I think I think I might be leaning back console. I was leaning PC for a hot little minute, but just the ease of use, the fact that I can just play this game without any worries and it still be at the quality of the PC kind of kind of excites me. So what you thinking? Uh, I, I think the gap has been closed. Like, not it's you know it's still a it's still a gap, right? You know, it's like you saying boat fast man in the world and you know console the second place, right? Like never gonna never gonna beat them, but it's it's definitely it's a lot closer than than it was you know four years ago, um, especially with. You know, everybody want to play everything, you know, as fast as you can, as pretty as you like. And, like, I mean, just being able to just pick up my Xbox controller, press the button, right, and it's on, like, in a half a second, right? Yep, Thank exactly. you, Solid State, you know. So, um, you know, same with my PC. You know, if I press the power button, bam, it's up in, like, a second, second and a half. And, you know, it, it's just, it's just, I think it's just convenience, right? Like, I wouldn't say, like, like, I prefer a console always. That's what I play since I... You know, since I was five, right? Uh, but like, it, it is nice to be able to like be on my computer, you know, play something and then have something on the, on the other screen. You know, have, like you just be goofing off or watching YouTube or you know, like watching a TV show or something in the background. But you know, I'm gonna probably be a console gamer. You know, always. Let's go. You know, through and through. You know, because I can just, you know, with with Xbox, right? I can just, I can I can get up from here. I can go over to my couch and I can just continue playing the game that I was just playing right. from like from the cloud, you know, but I can't do it with my PC. I got to go sit down somewhere mm-hmm. and, you know, which I, I'm not, I mean, maybe you can, but I, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know if you can, but I don't think, I don't think you can, but that's just me. You know, I just like uh, that convenience of it, but you know, do I, it without, would I like to build a computer that gets like 240 frames? Sure. <laughs> sure. sure. It's who coming. Wouldn't? It's coming. Yeah. You know, who wouldn't, you know? But, um, you know, at one point, at, at some point, you know, how many frames is too many, you know? That is true. Yeah. I, I like 144. If I'm 144, 4K or 120, whatever, that's fine with me. That is that is the one downside about um about the consoles because they, they really do advertise that one they advertise that 4K 120, but I think outside of maybe um, Doom Eternal, no game is really doing that. Like even Halo, right? Halo and even Destiny, both of those games really drop that res down. And they try to reconstruct it, but it's just not as good. Like when you're playing Destiny at 120 Crucible, like it, I think it's 1080p. And I don't think they do any reconstruction, to be honest with you. You can, I mean, 
you're playing a game in 4K. It might not know people, other people, but for me, it's like, all right, guys, I still want, like, I'm, I'm so torn. Like, I want the frames, but also want to, like, Destiny is a fucking beautiful game. I want it to look as nice as possible. So that to catch up there. And then Halo drops it down to maybe 1440p or something like that, but still not the, like, you know, 2860 or 30 at 40 by 2160. That is 4k. So that's something that you can still get on PC because of, you know, DLSS and shit like that, that does a lot of better job of reconstructing these lower resolutions. Uh, actually, uh, speaking of that, um, Returnal, which is, you know, for me, PS5's best game of 2021 does a good job with that. Cause that's a 1080p game internally, but it upres itself to look more 4k and, you know, we're in the resolution race, but it really has to do with, I guess graphical strength as far as your design and as far as what you put in the world because that game looks if you were to look at that game you're not going to pixel people because it has too much stuff going on the way that they layered everything on that makes it look a lot more clear and better presented than even the internal 1080p would have you think so I think that's like the next way of us to really tap into these you know powers of these consoles is to actually use it more artfully than just say pixels or frame rate but for me I'm kind of with you as far as convenience factor and yeah, I've just been kind of burned on some PC ports and it like it kind of gets me down because I, I want to just play the game. So, um, yeah, it's exactly <laughs> I just want to play the game. I don't I don't want any shanding. I just want to play the game. And I feel like consoles having having a more stable platform, I guess, even um maybe a smaller window to work within. Right. It's just a PS5 or it's just a Series X. It's not like a fucking Ryzen versus a you know, an Intel or whatever it is or NVIDIA, all this shit like that. So right. that's that 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 um that lowered scope helps it be more complete and that's what i'm that's where i'm at so mm. okay all right so console it is console it is but i still love my pc only for Season select games right like like i want to play cyberpunk obviously i can't wait for the ps5 and xbox series x version whenever that comes out i want i want to go back in there and platinum those games or whatever right, um, right. but oh also i was gonna say i forgot it i do like warzone pc though just because like I need my FOV. Like, you yeah, know, Infinity yeah, War, yeah. I know y'all got shit like, going on over there. I know what's happened, but I need right. the FOV start on console. I'll come back, but right now I need it. For- no, it's weird, like, going back to, <laughs> like, 60 when you can, like, turn up, like, 110 on some game because, like, it looks exactly. like it's like it's like they're squished on the screen, you know? You're just it's, like, man, I can't see, like, nothing. Claustrophobic. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But I also trust Activision's anti-cheat, though, right? Like, they've been banning people left and right. I don't necessarily uh, trust... Uh, Three four three is any cheat because I feel like I keep getting cheated in Halo, but whatever. That's I saw it for the day as war as yes. No, I get cheated everywhere. All right, a couple more in here. PSVR two. Uh, they showed it more again at CES a couple weeks ago. Uh, pretty cool. Kind of going through all the haptic stuff, the dual, uh, the dual sense one remotes, and then uh, it's pretty high res actually. I think it's like damn near four K in each eye. It's like two thousand pixels or some shit like that, which is pretty sweet. Um, which is more resolution than most of the other VR units on the market. I think you can get one. Um, that's higher res than that, but it's also like a thousand bucks and you also need like a thousand dollar rig to run it. Uh, so yeah, PSVR 2, whereas I'm super excited about this. I've never played um, PSVR. I've played the Oculus Quest, I believe, with um, uh, my brother-in-law back in the day. And um, that's really cool. I love the VR stuff, but I've been waiting for this PSVR 2. There's no announcement yet as far as data pricing, which hopefully this year probably going to be expensive, but it'll still probably be less expensive wholesale than having a whole rig and then having whatever those other things are minus the oculus quest which i think you can get those around 300 bucks which is the built-in vr unit 
um, everything that you need just in the headset. This will still be tethered to the console. Um, you're obviously going to need the console to power it. You'll need the PS5, which is hard to get, of course. But um, what do you think, man? I, I know you, you're going to use your PS5 for very slick purposes for the exclusives for God of War, shit like that for FIFA, when Ray wants to play FIFA, apparently. Yeah. Um, but is do you see yourself dipping your toe into the VR with PSVR? Because that'd be the easiest way for you to get into. You want to do anything, unless you do build that $2,000 rig that you want to do for your whole setup. But what do you think about PSVR 2 coming out uh, sometime in the near future? Yeah, this is going to be a short story. Uh, no. <laughs> Not at all. That's crazy. Not even a little bit. Okay. Oh, I don't want to play no v- no virtual reality. Just not your wheelhouse? Do you think you're going to yes. get motion sick? What you mean? What you think? No. I just, like, I feel like there's more. You got to have, I feel like you can't play VR just sitting at your chair. You got to, like, be up and my living room mm. is set up for all day. Maybe if somebody had one, I would try it. But, yeah. no, I'm not I'm not buying this. But, you know, if y'all, you know, if y'all, that's what y'all want to play, go for it. But your boy ain't buying it. But that's kind of how I want to use it, whereas I'm not, I do like the whole experience of the Beat Saber standing up and swiping things. But yeah, I kind of want to just use it as sitting in the seat. Like my ideal situation is to have a, you know, like a driving wheel and then having Gran Turismo in VR and being able to turn my head and look to my left for like the, you know, the apex or whatever it is, like the turns and seeing people beside me. Like that's like the ideal experience for me. And I'm hoping that that can happen. I mean, the headsets will have the um, sensors built in. So you're not really worried about the PS, you know, the PlayStation camera anymore. So everything's built into it. So if that's the case and they're taking advantage of it in that kind of sense of being just the headset itself, I I imagine that there are going to be more offerings for you to just be sitting still while using the VR unit, which is the ideal situation for me. Yeah, nah, 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 nah. I'm gonna let you have it. So if you if you get one, let me play it. But I ain't I ain't going out there and buying this. Sorry, okay, okay. Ten for No, you good. You good. We're we're almost done here. Got a couple more. Um. So as I always like to report on, Kojima's new project has been um uh hinted at he said that they have a big project which could be death training 2 or something else a lot of rumors last year about him doing something with microsoft which would be dope i'd love to see a kojima game come to game pass and then a smaller project which could be a game or maybe movie related so i just you know we got to put this in here like every show or two just so that you guys know that we're here for the kojima hype and we want it really really bad (laughs) um also e3 is dead question mark uh e3 is foregoing its 2022 um in-person events for a digital show and yeah, I don't think this show is long in the in the tooth force anymore, or long for this world rather. Um, no, it's what gone. do you think? Just, is, vir- just, just do a virtual. Is it virtual? So I guess it's virtual. It's virtual. It, 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 does that mean it's dead? Then right? We don't. We're, will, I mean, will we ever see E three as we once saw it before? No, I don't think it'll be. I don't think it'll be as big as it once was. Right? Because man, that's know, heartbreaking. Uh oh. Uh, you know, cause every, every, everything's been released on the, online, so you know you might as well just make it a virtual event. Maybe after you know coronavirus, maybe they have like a big you know soiree afterward. But you know, just right now, I mean, I don't think in the near future is something that 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 should be done, right? Um, but like, I I think it's slowly on it's on its deathbed, rather. Mm, okay, RPE three. All right, uh, I mean, last I ain't couple. Going to do it. So I mean, yeah, with, but also know, I'm not really like happen. a fancy journalist, or I don't have the, you know. Those uh, not not bumping elbows with the fancy kids, you did. <laughs> I see, I see. Maybe yeah. one day we'll have yeah. our own separate fancy thing to bump yeah, the elbows one with day. the fancy kids. <laughs> but long story short, that that did she. Okay, uh, so we got some PlayStation integration spot in Discord. Nothing too crazy here, but um, someone 
signed in to their PlayStation account and the logo popped up in Discord. So uh, PlayStation bought Discord, I believe. So we should be seeing something to come from that pretty soon. I really need it because I want Discord to be in my PlayStation app so I can have these cool, clean conversations. I know this gets you excited, Warriors, because you love Discord over everything anyway. I do. It's such it's such a good good voice. It's so it's so good. Just it's integrated clean, into clean. everything. Okay, you know, especially when I would kind of suck because it's only PlayStation and I really don't do a lot of PlayStation. But uh, well, on PC that that's my that's my go to voice communicate now. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Is Discord did do something with Microsoft before as well? So I would. I would hope, you know, I would hope that it goes everywhere. Maybe PlayStation has the premiere experience with like, but I wanted to see it everywhere. I want everyone to be able to talk just because it's, I don't know, it's what people use. So uh, more power to you guys. Hopefully you work it out that we can get it at as many places as possible. Um, speaking of Kojima, we got um, his Death Stranding director's cut. It's coming to PC. Um, I believe it's in spring, which should be pretty sweet. Uh, speaking of wide, wide, ultra wide support, that game has ultra wide support, um, even on the PS5. And I think it's one of the very, very few games that has that, which is pretty cool to see. So if you haven't played Death Stranding, just definitely check it out. Warriors didn't like it, but for me, it's, Five it's a great, and I great. Gave up. Yeah, it's such a good game. It's such a weird, dumb, slow, boring game, but it's fucking fantastic. So definitely check that out if you have not yet. And then finally out here, uh, I don't know if you saw this, but two cops... Uh, were fired. Uh, I think it was California because they did not respond to a robbery help because they were trying to catch Pokemons in Pokemon Go. <laughs> what do you think about that? <laughs> hey, I don't blame them. You know, it you don't blame them. <laughs> if, if it was a hide a po- Pokemon Go, I need to find them Pokemon. Yeah, and I think a, it was. And it's a robbery. The money FDIC insured anyway. So like, <laughs> you're making along. a goof, but you're not. You know, you the more you say, the more you're kind of convincing me because the the story goes that um they were getting the call you know they're in the car doing their thing or whatever and they you know they're idiots because they should know that they're fucking wired up but yeah they get caught because the person ran the video or the mic or whatever it was and you know they get the call like no i'm not doing that i'm not helping him so and so yada 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 so it was a whole deal with them like poo-pooing this person but then also not doing their job so yeah they got let go and that's kind of funny and i guess you got to do what you got to do to get those pokemons out here it's very it is funny but you know, it, it probably was a silent alarm. Hopefully, no one was in danger. Hopefully, no one got shot. But um, still, though, got to catch them all. You did. Oh, by any means necessary. <laughs> exactly. Even when you're on the clock. Well, this has been good, words, man. This has been pretty. Um, you know, we had a couple of technical difficulties, but we're ironing those out with the magic of editing. But this has been fun, man. I think, uh, as we said before, we're gonna come back next week with our biggest games of 2021. What do you feel? Do you want to try to give a game of the year? Do you want to do a, a collective one? Do you want to do your game of the year and not give my game of the year? How you want to do this? We can do that. We can do our our own selective game. Okay, what you think? Which one got top three, top five? Top three, I like it. I like it. Top, top three, three, top three games of yeah. 2021. Yeah, that'll give us plenty of time to kind of break them down and talk about them a little bit more in yeah. depth. Because we don't really do that here. We kind of, we kind of gloss over it, but then we do the news bit. So I, I like to talk about Guardians of the Galaxy in in more intimate detail out here. With mm, gotcha. All right. Well, shit, man. That's about it. Then anything else you want to say to the kids before we get up out of here? No, no, nothing for me. You know, uh, glad to be back. Have uh, we're gonna try to. Get back on a regularly regularly scheduled program and uh, you know have, try to have a little fun out here. 
hey let's fucking go all right then uh yeah thank you for coming through um yeah if you guys want to be a part of the show hit us up on obliviouspod at gmail.com uh hit us up on instagram at obliviouspod and then on twitter at obliviouspod one give us a shout tell us you like us tell us you love us tell us we're pretty uh yeah for juarez for ray-bans out there doing the ones and twos things like they always do i'm jay we are oblivious catch us next week and we out peace see you The Oblivious Podcast is brought to you by Dustin Stokes, LaQuinza Morgan, Ray Rowland, and me, Dennis Johnson. We write, produce, and host our content. The show is recorded remotely from Memphis, Tennessee, Jackson, Mississippi, San Diego, California, and Chicago, Illinois. To contribute to our show or just to say hello, you can find us at obliviouspod.com. There, you will find a link to our Patreon. Our email is obliviouspod at gmail.com, Instagram at obliviouspod, and Twitter at obliviouspod1. To contact us individually, you can find us on Twitter at Ray Jocan, at LaQuinza, and at Oblivious Stokes. I'll be on Instagram at Chuki.